Hey guys, it's 2021. We made it through 2020. It's season two of the Next Level Real Estate Podcast presented by the Ryan Gillen team. I'm super excited about even making it to season two because it means season one wasn't that bad. So um, I'm here with Jordan Lance and... uh, first episode of season two, we want to kick off of what we see 2021 looking like. Interest rates, where the housing market's going to go, inventory, uh, where you guys think you should buy and sell, and um, just what you should expect um, going into 2021 because uh, 2020 was so unpredictable. Uh, We see 2021 kind of being a little bit more predictable. Yeah. We sat down with one of our favorite lenders, Nick Naff, with Caliber Home Loans. So we'll jump into that interview here in a second. Yeah, um, Nick is a former police officer, worked in the service business as well. The reason he got into lending was he had a bad experience himself, which is usually why a lot of people get into some kind of service business because they want to make a change in what other people are doing. Um, Went from doing a a few loans to this past year. Um, He's one of the busier guys in lending because people uh, really can can trust them. So it's a good person to interview. Um, he actually did my own personal loan on my house. He's a, he's a good guy to interview because um, he's just going to speak the truth of really what he's seeing. Um, he's immersed in the business. So um, just listen up, and uh, I hope you bring uh, 2021 with a, a good light because I think what you hear coming up will be will be good. We had a great interview with Nick, so uh, enjoy. Guys, this is Ryan Gillen with the Next Level Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Nick Knapp with Caliber Home Loans. Hi, everybody. How you doing? So Nick's been in the business for how many years now? Uh, for about two years. Two years, okay. And he's kind of taken it by storm a little bit in the sense because uh, going from uh, zero business to as busy as he is now, I asked him how many units he did this past year, and he has no idea. I don't even think he had time to count. So um, we're going to jump right into this. You know, we're going to talk about interest rates. We're going to talk about where the housing market's going to go in the sense of inventory, uh, maybe even some foreclosures as well of what to expect. So um, interest rates, where they're at, where do you think they're going to go? Sure. So interest rates have been uh, kind of floating all over the place this past year uh, with 2020 being a little bit turbulent. Um, we're now seeing at the end of 2020 going into 2021 where they've leveled out they're the lowest they've ever been as far as that goes, and there's no really sign of them slowing down, uh, spiking up anytime soon. So people always um, will talk to clients, and they're always like, it's got to go up. It's got to go up. And they've been saying this for like, what, four years, four yeah. or five years? Everybody's been like, oh, it's going to go up, it's going to go up, and um, and then it ends up going down. Um I don't really, we can't predict about where it's going to go in the sense of if it's going to go down more because it's, it's really irresponsible for us to say that. Um, but at the same side, I don't see it going up. It, we can't, we can't hold that. Um, we can't hold that uh, interest if we, for our economy, we can't bring it up any further really too much. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, no, not at this point in time anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it looks like it's probably going to hold steady at least the most of the most part of, or maybe even all the way through 2021. Whether or not they go down uh, anymore or not, I don't. I don't know, yeah. um, and I don't know that anybody can say for sure. Yeah, anybody. If you hear anybody say, "I know exactly what the interest rate's going to do," they're 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 full shit. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's kind of the simple truth of it. I mean, brass I mean, tax, right. I mean, brass tacks. Yeah, nobody's got a crystal ball. Um, you know, the things that happened in 2020 is a perfect example of that. You know, we saw you know quarter and half point differences and sweeps within the same day. 
yeah. uh, a lot of times. So I mean, when I was doing my own loan, personal loan, we were like, you were like, hey, hang on just a little bit, and then it'd go up, and then it'd go down, and we we, yeah. we had no yeah. idea. You just kind of have to pick a date, lock in, and, and accept it, and you just. But right now, the difference between two and a half and two point six seven five really isn't a big deal. When four or five yeah. years ago, people were arguing over uh, five and a half and six. Even right. not even like what three years ago, people were yeah. in like the high fours and fives. Well, or, some yeah. of my rental properties yeah. are like six, six and a half percent interest, and yeah. like I'm talking about refinancing them right now, and it saved me like just on these like three duplexes save me like 15000 in interest right now because right. if I can get it under 3%. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Any rate you're getting right now yeah. seems to be good. And even I've noticed with clients, and Nick, you can speak more on this, even people with lower credit scores that typically get a super high interest rate for that reason are still getting very reasonable rates because they're so low. They yeah. are comparatively now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it's a shoppable market, you know, very much so that, you know, now lenders have to be able to present those good rates. Again, even the people with, um, you know, a mediocre uh, as it would be credit score. So yeah. it's an excellent time to buy for just about anyone. Obviously, we always uh, you know, advocate trying yeah. to get your credit scores up as much as possible just because it's it's good for you and your future yeah. going forward. But Before we hop into credit scores and, and refinancing and all that, um, you know, interest rate-wise, the difference between buying a house for, say, let's, I mean, our average sale price is around 200000 about like one seventy-five. To two hundred thousand in Dayton, the difference between a two hundred thousand dollar house and a two twenty, people are like, "Well, I don't want to overpay ten grand more than what I should be on this house." Like, if the difference between a two per two and a half percent interest rate and a four percent or a three and a half percent, you know, waiting for maybe the market to balance out a little bit, you'll make up that money very quickly. Oh yes, yes, it's very easy to recover yourself uh, because of the lower interest rates as far as that goes. Yeah, uh, it doesn't take as long to uh, to basically run that money out. And what people yeah. don't really realize is is that you know, you're calculating that extra ten thousand dollars over thirty years. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, if you're gonna live in a house for two or three years and you plan on moving, probably not the best idea to like no. jump in and stuff like that. But if you're if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to spend at least seven years in this house, five to seven, like great time to buy with a great interest rate. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because then you have the power in your hand. So if you get to five to seven years, you're like, well, I love this house. It works for us. We can stay. Sure. And we have a great locked-in interest rate. So um, let's go over to inventory. Of what we're seeing right now and where people think it's going to go. I've seen some people online and talk about, oh, we're going to see more inventory come up in 2021. We're going to see more inventory. I think that's false. Wishful thinking. Like, I think maybe, it's I probably know. more wishful thinking than mm-hmm. anything, uh, just from kind of what we're seeing. You know, uh, the, the logic doesn't add up that way, at least not to me. You know, um, I'm, there's different opinions everywhere, but as far as it, if, what we see, you're probably going to have just as much inventory, um, you know, staying steady going into 2021 as we've had in 2020. I don't know that you'll see a spike of it. Uh, there's really no reason and, for it. And my, and my sense on it was, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, um, which people tell me I'm wrong all the time, so <laughs> it, it's perfectly fine. Um, you've got people looking to buy a property that can't find a property, so they just stay in their home and refinance them because the interest rates are so low. It's right. a great opportunity to do it. They also look at building homes. Well, the price of wood, we call it bricks and sticks, have gone up in price so much. You know, exactly. If someone was going to build a three-quarter of a million-dollar house right now, the wood package to build that house has gone up $50,000 from 2019 to 2020. Right. So all of a sudden you have to spend $50,000 more to get the same house just on the wood package alone. So people are just deciding on let's not build now because of that. Some people say, hey, the interest rates are so low, it's fine to build. Right. But um, so people aren't selling because they're refinancing. So it, it's a, kind of like a full circle to where 
It is. We're just going to keep that. Yeah, we're just going to see keep seeing that low low inventory. Um, so getting with a real estate team, <clears throat> uh, our team, um, <laughs> exactly. that knows what's coming up on the market, being able to get you into that next house. You know, we just had our team meeting a second ago about what we have coming up, what we've heard coming up, and we can get people into those kind of homes because it's going to be a dogfight 2021, just like 2020. You're going to see multiple offers. You're going to you're gonna see all of that coming up. Oh, absolutely. And, it's, uh, and it may get busier or, or more competitive going into 2021 as it was from 2020 because now people know what to expect. You know, 2020 kind of blindsided everybody. Uh, 2021, now you've got a feel of it. The realtor's got a feel of it. Even Mm -hmm. customers now know, hey, look, I may have to wait a little bit longer to get into what I'm looking for to find what I I need. And so everybody can work better uh, together a little more conducively. And it may end up being more competitive than it was in 2020 because of that. Great. And then, so uh, my last uh, topic that I wanted to talk about was um, homes that are going into forbearance. And people that don't know what forbearance means, um, that just means it's essentially going into foreclosure. So uh, right now, the government's saying no one can get foreclosed on because of the pandemic. Um, say with uh, like tenants, if you know they're behind on their rent, we can't kick them out uh, of their property. We have to work with them. But there's a lot of programs to get them caught back up. And we've been working with all of our all of our tenants and everybody um, is paid in full right now, uh, which is great. But there are properties that are in forbearance, uh, which once they lift this, if they don't um, catch back up, they're going to go into foreclosure. So people have the notion right now that there's going to be a flood of foreclosures coming on the market. I see a trickle of foreclosures coming on the market, but by no means a flood. I don't think there's going to be a flood. Um, everybody in the industry right now is working really hard and have been since the beginning of this pandemic uh, to come up with um, you know, better programs and to adjust programs that are out there now. Even the forbearance programs that are in place have now been modified and will continue to be modified to try and help um, you know, those people out as far as it goes to be able to retain their homes. So obviously, you know, with that, some people aren't going to be able to catch back up, and they will naturally go into foreclosure. And as unfortunate as it is, it's just the reality of things. Yeah. Um, but you know. But I don't think the government, and I don't think everybody's going to say, "Sorry about your luck." And all of a sudden, we have a flood of foreclosures coming to market. I think they're going to come up with some kind of program here in the future to where it will be able to ease people back into the water, essentially. Oh, and the people that you know completely just said, "Hey." Heck with it. Well, like, I, I, I'm in a, people who do that, that's going to happen probably regardless. It's, it's, you know? it's going to be, so they yeah. Have the help yeah. Able so to I see a trickle. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to wait till these foreclosures are come back up to like to buy a house. And like, I don't think that's probably the best route to take because we don't know if that's going to be in the next six months or six years. We like, don't you know, know how long this is going to go. So if this keeps happening, like if all this pandemic stuff keeps going on, it's very, very, drag it out. It's going to keep Yeah, they've up. extended it now, you know, what, two, three times, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I'm keeping track. So, yeah. you know, it, are they going to extend it more? Are they going to eventually, you know, have a hard stop for it? Nobody knows. But what's great about this industry is, is that, you know, from what happened in 2008, it was kind of a learning experience for everybody. Definitely. And so when this came about, you know, they took proactive measures right away saying, look, we know this is probably what's coming on the horizon. This is what's going to happen. And so they've had a constantly evolving um, you know, actionable plan to try and, and keep people in their houses for the most part as much as they can. Good. So I don't yeah. think there's going to be a flood of, of foreclosures. That just doesn't it doesn't seem... Market-wise, if you think about selling your house and, and the value in your home, that's good news for you guys. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. 100% good news. Yeah. Very good. We want to thank Nick for coming in. This is actually episode one of a three-part series with Nick. Um, so 
be on the lookout for the next post. Uh, we're going to go over um, your um, your credit score. And what was the other topic? <laughs> Preparing your credit score and investor um, interest rates and loans for people who want to do rehab properties or rentals and things like Perfect. that. Perfect. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get those three episodes out. This one will be first, um, and then you'll you'll see the other two come out uh, weeks after that. We want um, Ryan Gill and team clients um, and just listeners in general to be the most educated people um, out there, the most educated buyers and sellers. That's our goal for 2021, and uh, we are going to fulfill that. So. Um, um, uh, Nick, if you want to uh, close it out for us and tell us how they can reach you for any questions or possibly even a loan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, thanks guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I hope I gave some information that everybody can use and, and, um, and utilize here in the future coming into 2021. If you need to reach me, please do. I'm happy to help you with any refinances or purchase needs, um, you know, uh, pre-approvals and that sort of thing. You can reach me on my cell phone, uh, 937-608-1809. I actually answer it all the time. Uh, or by email, nick, N-I-K, dot naff, N-A-F-F, at caliberhomeloans.com. For Jordan, I'm Ryan Gillen, and thank you for listening to the Next Level Real Estate Podcast. We'll see you for episode two.